Welcome to the Corporate Corner. My name is Mats Andersson. And I'm Ariel Green Andersson. We'll share with you conversations with people from around the world about their corporate experiences. At TCC, we look forward to together creating community. Welcome to episode 16 of the Corporate Corner. Hope you're all doing well out there. My name is Mats Andersson and I am your sole host today. And I was thinking we should dive into two subjects today, targets and the bell curve. Have you got your targets? Have you made the targets for your staff? I remember that the corporate deadline used to be end of February and sometimes it got stretched into end of March either because of an administrative overload in the whole organization or that the top targets were not yet cascaded down. I also remember this cumbersome system where you had to enter the targets into a a complex tool and the administrative burden it created for both staff and management. Usually the target trickles down from the top. The supervisory board gives the target to the executive board and then they try to line this down and keep people motivated by their targets. And often what is happening is like the Chinese whisper. You know this game when you sit in a ring and whisper a word or phrase to the next person who passes it on to the next one and so on? At the end what the last person hears is often something totally different than what the per- first person said. A growth sale target of X percent or X percent increased net revenue or enabled structural growth can be difficult tasks for someone seven, eight ladders down in the hierarchy who has no direct influence on this and might never even see a customer. I don't think that I myself have ever been motivated by my targets per se and I don't think anyone else around me has. It was just something that had to be done and rarely gave a motivation. Someone I recently talked to said his targets last year was done in May, as his manager were late delivering them, and then in October started the appraisal process, so he had the impression that for half of the year there were no targets. This is not good. Assuming we need them for the moment, to keep ourselves motivated and aligned with the company's strategy and vision, how can this be done better and more effective? My impression, maybe naive, is that most people are highly motivated and want to contribute to the company's success and after all work in a successful company. But nobody likes to be pushed, to have things pushed on them and when people feel micromanaged and told what their targets are, they try to find ways of making them as easy as possible or simply doing as little work as they can. If the vision is clear and this is communicated by inspired managers down in the organization, I don't think there's a need for much written individual targets. But let's say again for a moment we need them. How can this be done better? I went on an exploration on the internet for the best practices and there seems to be an alignment that people will have to be involved in the target settings and that the top-down model is not the ultimate one. In my search I came across a couple of things. One is from McKinsey, one of the leading consulting firms used to advise senior management. They suggest three things. Number one, involve employees from start to finish. Doing so inspires commitment and allows individuals a sense of ownership in achieving their goals. Encouraging employees to set stretch goals also helps 
push performance and serves as a motivator for ongoing development. Yeah, that makes sense. Have people involved in their own targets, a no-brainer. Stretch targets? I do think people have stretch targets in their minds. A lot of people want to be high performers, but committing to it in a corporate environment is more tricky. Number two, link individual goals to business objectives. This encourages accountability and better performance as individuals grasp the direct impact of their performance. Yeah, fine, this should be a link to the business, but I do also think that some personal freedom should be allowed, and sometimes it is difficult to link them. Number three, adapt goals in real time. Goals should never be seen as stagnant, but dynamic and evolving. This sounds great, but it's close to impossible with the heavy tank ships that are the last larger corporations today. The tools are heavy for this process and managers rarely have time to sit down and constantly update targets. But of course it makes sense. There's no point in having a target being no longer valid. I continue my research and come across a paper from the Harvard Business Review. They have similar points as McKinsey and then they are adding some do's and don'ts. And I'm gonna read them here. Do connect individual goals to the broader organization objectives. Yeah, so that is fine, but I don't think you should always do it. Do show employees that you are a partner in achieving their goals. Hmm, that is great, but could be mistaken for tricking people. Do learn about and incorporate employees' personal interests into their professional goals. That sounds great, but what does it really mean? If someone is interested in cycling, should they? could they have as a target to do a thousand kilometers of training during work hours? Or is it someone who likes programming and should learn a new language that could benefit themselves and maybe the company? I don't know exactly what they mean here. And then we come to the don'ts. Don't allow employees to set goals alone. Yeah, well, I can agree that there must be some frame, but why don't allow employees to do it by themselves? could work as well. Don't take a hands-off approach to high performers. They need input and feedback to meet their goals as well. Yeah, that's a difficult difficult one. High performers are, could be treated specially, I, I believe. Um, I think it's often the case. If they are the people making the difference, maybe they get a different treatment. Not impossible. And then the last don't. Don't ignore failures. Be sure people have the opportunity to, to learn when they don't achieve goals. That is great if you can find a way to have people learn from their failures without lowering their self-esteem or punish them in the corporate machinery. Then it would sound more like carrot and stick to me. There seems to be an agreement that people and staff needs to be part of their goal setting somehow. They would be more motivated then. But there is a big but in my view. Unless you have a very honest environment with a lot of trust between corporation, management and the staff, people will be very cautious in making their own targets. Stretch targets, as see mentioned all over the internet. People need to make their own stretch targets, i.e. challenging targets. But most people will, it is my experience, be cautious 
and try to make targets that are easy to meet and can't be disputed because they are worried that it will be held against them. Or maybe we could scrap the targets completely. How would that be? When I started to work in Sweden, there were never any targets nor performance appraisals in any of the companies I worked in. And it worked fine. People were super motivated by their tasks and performing well. But I think it's unlikely that it can be done in large corporations. What do you think? Can we get rid of the targets? Or do we need to keep them in some form? Next subject I briefly wanted to take up is the bell curve. This amazing curve that stipulates the normal distribution over this bell-shaped graph and places the majority of people in the average performance area while keeping the exceptions on both sides of the dropping slope. If you have five people in your team, there will be one top performer, three average and a bad performer. This is probably statistically true and great as a static tool. But what about an environment where you need teamwork, where you have five top performers in your five-person team? Does it make any sense to appraise people according to the bell curve? I don't think so. I think it's wrong and useless and an outdated tool. I know HR departments in general likes it, but it's time to evolve. I read that companies like Microsoft, Adobe, Cisco and many others, especially in the tech companies, are scrapping this completely. Great. I'm sure there's a better way of creating a performing environment with outstanding individuals together working for themselves and the company. The ultimate goal of an organization, isn't it? What do you think of targets and the bell curve? How is your company doing? Let us know. We are curious to hear more about that. Write us a mail at info at thecorporatecorner.net. Connect with us on Facebook or Instagram. Or just tweet it out there. That was all for today in this TCC Express. If you liked what you heard, share the episode with a friend. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, I know. Annoying we are repeating this all the time. But it's the only way to get our voice spread out there in the podcast jungle. Wish you an excellent corporate week. And next week, we'll have a very non-corporate person from Virginia on the show. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to The Corporate Corner. If you want to know more about us, read our blog and see notes about today's show and link to the podcast, go to our website, www.thecorporatecorner.net. There you also find links to our social media presence as well as means to support us. If you want to get in touch or share a corporate experience, write us at info at thecorporatecorner.net. We would love to hear from you. Have an excellent corporate week and talk to you soon.